Did you get logged back into Google? Yes, I had to reset my password again. Nice. <laughs> I had to reset my password a few weeks ago because I couldn't log into anything. And so I was just like, ah, I'm going to be funny. And so I put uh, my penis in as the password. And then it said, it's too short. <laughs> I was like, what the Dell? What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 8 of Words of Geekdom, where each week we get together as friends, geeks, and parents to talk about news, hobbies, and other topics of geek importance. I'm your host, Shane Hendrickson, and joining me, as always, are my good friends and co-hosts, Jackie Engel. Hi. And Chris Bissett. What's up? How have you two been this week? Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a good and a ugh. Oh, I thought she was just clearing her throat. Nah, she knows. It's, it's been a bit stressful, but yeah. it's arrived. We got through it. It's all okay. Fun. Yeah. Did a little bit of traveling over the weekend, right? Yeah. Well, it was Evie's first birthday. Yeah. So we went out to where my parents live that way because it's more central to where most of the family is um, to make it easier for everybody else for her birthday. Better one group travel than all of them. And we have a lot of family, <laughs> so stressful, but again, good. It went well. She got to play. He took her to Monkey Joe's and then another play area a different day. It's all, most of the grandparents, one of them came last weekend because they couldn't make it this weekend, but saw the family, got lots of toys that we have no room in the house for. <laughs> I have no clue how I'm going to feel. Everybody got her something big. You know, I expected one or two big toys. No, I have this wonderful little playpen and this like red wagon type, like the brand that does the red wagon, only apparently they make trikes. That are like the push strollers that turn into a tricycle. And we got a baby doll with an actual Gracko baby playset. Like it's got a little playpen and a feeding chair and a stroller. And I'm like, holy cow, and it's branded Gracko. Nice. Um, just a lot of big toys. And I'm like, holy crap, what am I going to do with all this? <laughs> and how are you going to get it back? <laughs> well, I have a car. I, oh, I have a Sorento. So oh, I mean, managed to fit it in the trunk. But... I'm still like, holy crap, I did not expect everybody to go so big for her first birthday. <laughs> now, it all makes, everything makes a ton of noise too, right? Um, of course Yeah, it for does. the most part, but it's kind of okay, funny because right. I have no problem tuning it out. So. <laughs> that's what all the grandparents get. They're like, here, that's you right. get candy and things that make noise. Lots of noise. That's doing a first birthday party, right? Mm-hmm. Hey. Now, where did, you, where did you say the party was? Like, where uh, did you guys take her? Well, we took her to Monkey Joe's to play. But... What is Monkey Joe's? Okay, Monkey... so it's, it's it's yeah, we have these in the Midwest. It's basically a... Uh, bounce house th- park? Yeah, it's like a bounce house. Like, there's bounce houses, oh, okay. but there's like, you know... A lot of them, and they're yeah. big. Okay, cool. Yeah, like, they're it's, big it's ones. It's indoors. There's a whole bunch of them. Uh-huh. See, yeah. my kid my kid this year for his birthday, he wants to go to Chuck E. Cheese because he's never been because I'm a horrible parent. And uh, <laughs> he, he wants to go to Chuck E. Cheese because he keeps seeing the commercials and they're like, come to Chuck E. Cheese. So we were celebrating 40 years of fun. And he's like, Daddy, I want to go because I want to go for 40 years of fun. I'm like, no, you don't want to be there for 40 years. You nice. really don't. Well, I mean, it's kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese just with the bounce houses and they – there's they advertise that they have like play areas for smaller children too like they did have a one to three only where the big kids aren't allowed to go in so that she doesn't have to worry about getting pushed over and oh yeah well, that's cool yeah, yeah. so yeah. that was nice so, i mean we didn't do the whole party there we just let her play and then we went back to the house and had food and presents because yeah. i didn't want to pay for a huge party when it was like four kids that were actually playing and then a couple yeah. babies yeah. So <laughs> it's like Monkey Joe's and Chuck E. Cheese. Come for the fun, stay for the staff infection. Yay! <laughs> uh, what about you, Chris? What have you been up to this week? Uh, released the second episode of Food Nerd Woo-hoo! for season Woo-hoo! four. Woohoo! Ghost in the Shell. Go check it out. I get naked. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> then I went and saw Power Rangers twice. I'll let that sink in. Oh, I just inhaled hot tea. <laughs> nice. But no, I had fun with it. Uh, fun with the show. Uh, it's it's getting it's getting good feedback, which is good. 
Yeah. Um, then I went and saw Power Rangers. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, went and saw Power Rangers then on opening night. Uh, got there. We were having a storm. We had had a storm earlier in the afternoon. Got there that evening to the movies. I was like, all right, I'm just going to watch this. Storm's over. As soon as I got into the theater, uh, I get like alerts on my phone like crazy. And it's like, tornado, take cover now. And my wife <laughs> and kid are still at home. And I'm like, take cover, take cover. The previews are starting. So anyway, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I stayed for it. It only lasted like 20 minutes. Everybody was okay. So, so that was good. But right. yeah, that's what I've been up to. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm going to see Beauty and the Beast probably tomorrow night um and uh because that's what i'm doing the next episode of food nerd on but um my wife already went and saw it this this weekend with a friend so i'm gonna be going by myself so it's gonna be like all these ladies and kids and then there's gonna be me sitting there with a bowl of popcorn and by myself if the the theater's empty if the theater's empty i may not be wearing pants just saying (laughs) so oh jeez Keep pants on, Chris. Uh, eh, I gotta be comfortable. <laughs> what have you been up to, Shane? Uh, well, I might as well get this out of the way right now. There is absolutely no chance that I'm gonna finish Horizon Zero Dawn before Persona 5 comes out. Persona! <gasps> what? I know. It. It's a huge surprise, right? Considering <laughs> no, I haven't played coming. it. Yeah. Considering I haven't played it for two weeks, I'm like, well, now, you know? <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, no, no chance. I've just been, um, you know, I've been playing some smaller games, smaller indie games. I've been, I've told you guys, I'm not like trying to keep it a super secret. I'm going to be starting a indie game review uh, thing. So wait, you're doing what? Gonna... Were you just making fun of my super secret project? I mean, really? No, 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 no. Uh, you have a good reason for keeping your super secret. I'm, uh, you know, because yeah, just... your plot is to take over the world. His is just putting out game reviews. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, I mean, I've just been spending, <laughs> I've been playing a few different indie games over the past week or two, so I just, I get in here at night and I'm like, oh, I could sit down, I could probably get some Horizon in, and I'm like, ah, oh, why bother? I, I mean, <laughs> I'll get back to <laughs> it eventually, I love the game, but. You're done uh, with Horizon for this year. <laughs> yeah, she's oh, well, if, uh, if the, what I hear about Persona 5 is true, then yeah. Hard telling how long it's going to take me to actually finish that one. So you'll be done with most things for the year <laughs> once you start playing Persona Five. Hey, that is probably true. <laughs> I was going to say a lot of us will be. <laughs> our weekly yeah. review is going to be, "Hey, I got this far in Persona. How far are you guys?" <laughs> after yeah. April, after April is it fifth? Yeah, April fifth. Just no more podcasts. We're just... <laughs> well, it actually comes out on the fourth. But well, some not... of us may not be able to play it till the fifth, Shane. Oh, I'm not going to be able to either, but yeah, I Neither's. actually don't even know. I, I probably won't even be able to play it until that weekend, honestly. But I just won't open it, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to sit. $60 well spent. Yeah. Now, before we jump into news, we do have a bit of an announcement and a shout-out. Yay! If you haven't been following us on social media, then you may not know, but... Uh, Words of Geekdom has joined the Questionable Endeavor Network. That's how you pronounce that. How you pronounce what? <laughs> were those were those too big words too big there? They were very very large words. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, go questionable. Yeah. See, there you go. I'm having a hard time with that now. Thanks, Chris. Endeavor. <laughs> Got it. Questionable Continue. Endeavor Network. It's a so it's a pretty cool network of podcasts uh, and articles and stuff. Geeky, all geeky things related. Uh, you can find a radio drama, some wrestling podcasts, uh, anime, video games. If if you have an interest, it's probably covered. And, uh, you know, adding more podcasts all the time, it looks like. We are the latest. So and greatest. You can, yep. The latest. The greatest. <laughs> <laughs> look out, world. Here we yeah, come. Here look out. <laughs> But no, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, you can find that over at questendnetwork.com. Uh, it's not going to change you know, where we're at. You'll still be able to find us on SoundCloud and iTunes and wherever, you know, our Facebook and Twitter is the same. This basically just gives everyone another place that you can go to uh, interact with us, honestly, if you want. So 
can find us over there. We'll obviously we'll link to it in the show description, and then yeah, you know we've already linked on Facebook, so uh, but I'm sure we'll be uh, we'll be putting up there every time a new episode of the show goes live. So yeah, go check out Quest End Network. Yeah, interact yeah. with us a bit and maybe find some other podcast you enjoy too. All right, well, let's uh, go ahead and jump into some news then. Obviously, we don't have time to cover all the geeky news, so every week we each pick one thing that caught our attention and bring it here for discussion. Chris, why don't you start us off? What do you got for us this week? Mailbag. Hey, uh, yeah, I actually got a, a message from someone, one of our listeners, and they sent in a news topic, which is pretty cool. Woo-hoo. So, yeah. yeah, so if you guys want to send us news topics, that would be awesome because it makes our job way easier in trying to find things every week. But anyway, uh, <laughs> this this news came to us, and it is about the mysterious living stones of Romania. They grow and move. Um, anyway, uh, scientists, well, actually not scientists, just anybody who goes over to Romania have actually found these rocks called trovents. Um and what they are is rocks that appear to grow every time it rains. Uh, so they grow anywhere from a few millimeters all the way up to 10 meters, which is actually quite large if you're into numbers. Um, but yeah, uh, they don't quite know what causes them to grow. The only thing that they're thinking of is the fact that the uh, rocks themselves are actually... Um, um, they have a lot of uh, sandstone and salts and things like that, that when when the water hits it, it actually causes it to swell and expand. And uh, they're actually finding, like, when they cut them in half, that they have rings, kind of like a tree, so you can kind of see the age of these things. But oh, wow. the weird part is, too, about them, is that they tend to move. Is that and... just from the expansion pushing on the bottom? Well, some people are, some scientists are actually thinking it's because of uh, magnetic, like magnetic poles and things like that. Um, Because since they are growing and expanding, their magnetic whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It changes. So it's Mm -hmm. actually causing it to pull and roll and do different things like that. So um, anyway, they're not just in Romania. They've also found these things in Russia, the Czech Republic, in Kazakhstan. and uh they're pretty cool looking um they're kind of like these big blobby looking rock formations they look kind of alien like but it's a geo dude <laughs> man it's a geo dude yeah yeah the geo dude man oh yep <laughs> so anyway um, it's a little more blobby yeah 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 but um no, they're pretty cool looking, but they're, they're saying it could be the movement of aliens causing these things to grow. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, probably not. Of course someone's but, saying that. Yeah, of course they are. It's that one guy who's just like, they're aliens, man. Aliens. Uh, but anyway, uh, we'll post the uh, the link to this thing up on the Facebook page so you guys can check it out. But uh, yeah, and there's some videos on it that just kind of shows about them, but... It's worth checking out, and if you guys, like I said, if you guys have any sort of news or anything like that that you guys want to send in, send it in, give us a message on Facebook or on uh, Twitter or something like that, and we'll, uh, we'd love to feature your news article on our show. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that'd be awesome. How about you, Jackie? So it is both sad and kind of cool to get to announce, last week, Naruto Shippuden aired its final episode. Uh, Naruto itself has been around for more than 10 years at this point. The manga started out in 1997 and went through 2014, had 700 chapters, and is the fourth best-selling manga, believe in the world. Oh, wow. Or by stats. Um, Sweet. Crunchyroll posted it, so at least between Japan and the U.S., it sold hundreds of millions of volumes. The anime wow. topped out at 500 episodes with eight movies, uh, so... A really long-running series, kind of along the lines of Bleach and some of the other that we kind of consider the backbone of modern popular anime. So it's kind of, you know, it's sad. We've, we've discussed before, I consider myself a bit of Naruto, mainly for Kakashi, but it's something <laughs> that, you know, you looked forward to the new manga every week. And uh, I got mine after it was translated by fans, so I didn't even wait for the English translations. I just waited for <laughs> nice. the fan translations. Nice. Uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of an end of an era 
but for anybody really interested, there is more. Uh, they do have Boruto, which is the son of Naruto, and he has his own little art going on. Apparently they've been expanding it. Uh, it was initially just like a one-shot, and it was so popular with the manga, and people were so just, I guess, looking for anything after Naruto mm -hmm. ended that they kind of grasped onto it. So there have been, I think, one movie, and now they've started a manga series off of the one-shot. I haven't really checked it out too much because I was kind of a main story fan, but... And I just heard, when I was looking this up, there might be a live action, so I'm really excited. Whoa. Cool. Huh. Now, that's what we're shooting for, right? It's 500 episodes and eight movies for this podcast. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for I mean, honestly, that's we should goal. go big. Go big, Chris. Go for the 700. Yeah. And that's, about, that's, about, that's about 10 years, right? I mean. Yeah. We're going <laughs> um, one piece numbers here. Actually, that was, well, I was going to say, it took another 20 years to get to 700, but you'd probably get 500 and. But What's bad is I, I remember when Naruto started, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And then then when she was like, it's over and all that, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm old. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, it was on for a long time, time to put it out to pasture. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be me soon. <laughs> so. I mean, the manga ran just under 20 years, and then the anime started a bit later, but... Between the two of them, we've had 20 years of this. This thing has been around since I was 8 years old. Oh, don't say that! I was almost 20. <laughs> That's not terrible. <laughs> I was out of high school when this thing started. Alright. Hmm. Wow. It's, yeah, that's one of those that like I'll get on you know, I'll get on and, and see like oh, I wonder if I should you know, maybe start watching the you know this one. It's since it's a big popular one, I see how many episodes it has, and I'm like, yeah. ah, forget that. <laughs> You're like, no chance. You're <laughs> or way what's the behind other one? now. What's the other one that's been running forever? One Bleach. Piece Bleach and Bleach. One Piece. One Piece. Yeah. yeah, One Piece is the one I've seen. It's like just like 700 or episodes or something. I don't even know. But I'm Man, like, oh. I put on the first episode of One Piece the other day, and for <gasps> so one, I couldn't bad. get through it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was bad. so bad, and I was just like, I can't do this. But you look at the yeah. new stuff, and because it's evolved so much, you're like, man, this stuff looks so interesting, but I should start yeah. from the beginning. So you try to yeah. start from the beginning, and you're like, I can't do it. Yeah. Now, yeah. now I did play the uh, One Piece, uh, I played the demo for the, the fighting game from it, and that was actually mm -hmm. really good. Really yeah. good. And I played the Naruto one, and I hated it, but... <laughs> anyway yeah i've uh, i have i've done the same thing chris I, I sat down i tried to watch the first episode i'm like i'm sure this is great mm -hmm. you know if you're a fan there's a reason but yeah i kind of got now i have listened to several of the opening theme musics because i actually like the music yeah but yeah but yeah now i well, can't vouch remember, for, Bleach. for little kids like so yeah. when you start watching those first episodes you're supposed to be between like seven and twelve years old yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, but I can vouch for Bleach though. That one is really good. And yeah, if, from start to can, finish. Yeah. So, that one's actually worth getting into. See, that's one I'll have to go back to because I know years ago you told me that, and I tried watching it. I was like, "What am I watching?" <laughs> yeah. But it, up to that, but that was point, pre to you being like, awesome. Up to that point, my only real exposure to anime, even though I had always wanted to check it out, my only real exposure to it was. Uh, that Ronin Warriors, which I think was actually like an American produced series, I think. I, I could be it was an American that. version of a different show, I thought. But I could be wrong. Okay, that's that's possible, yeah. But that was like my only real, you know, exposure. So I, I turn on Bleach and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> you know? But, but it's uh, worth checking out. Yeah. Yeah. I may have to go back to that one then. But it is the end of an era for it Naruto. Is. So I'm going back to an older era for my new story. <laughs> Was I around yep. at all for this? Uh, <laughs> no. Probably not. <laughs> no. So the uh, I found a story that IDW Games has partnered with Atari, and they are going to be bringing out some board game versions of some classic Atari games. Looks like I don't know if they're just going to be starting with these three or uh, 
if this is it, but they're going to be bringing Centipede, Asteroids, and Missile Command. See, I've already games? played. I've already played a tabletop version of an Atari game. It was called Which Ping one? Pong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is that. But I mean, obviously, this isn't. Um, this isn't something that's like super new. Video games have been getting turned into board games for years. I mean, when I was a kid, I owned a Pac-Man board game that I would just love. Oh, man, I would love to still have because it's probably. Yeah, in in nice condition, it's probably actually worth something. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, but then I mean, you know, there's um, I know Assassin's Creed Portal have been turned into games. Um, Portal was it? Yeah, yeah is that like sh- was it like just a like a hyped up version of Shoots and Ladders? <laughs> <laughs> I actually have no idea. Because <laughs> it'd be like, hey, this is, this is Portal, and it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> no. But no, no, and then I think um, I think Gears of War is actually a pretty popular tabletop game, too. And then, hmm. uh, yeah, and then I think um, what's there's this uh, Demon Souls or Dark Souls? I don't remember. Is getting turned into a probably yes, Dark, Dark Souls. Souls. Yeah, uh, Dark Souls getting turned into a, a tabletop game. So uh, this is obviously a trend, you know, that is not going to stop happening. These interest me just because, I mean, I grew up playing some of these games, you know. And, uh, Missile Command actually has a super interesting story behind it. If you didn't, I'll try to dig up the story of the guy uh, who who basically coded that whole game, and it's like actually super depressing, <laughs> but That's it's a fun. really really fascinating tale. Anyway, it's a great but, read. <laughs> yeah, well, it really was. But like when you think about the idea of Missile Command being, you are a you, know, you control these cities and you're shooting down these missiles before they get to your cities, but eventually the game is going to overrun you, and you're going to fail, and all oh, the cities it? are going to be blown up. Was it written by Nostradamus? <laughs> <laughs> but, is it just a forewarning? No, I'm a... I mean, I'm obviously, I'm interested in these for a couple of reasons. For one, I mean, I, I love tabletop games. I think it'll be neat to see. We don't really have any information about what types of games they will be, but I'm interested to see how they implement these you know, for a, a tabletop experience. And I figure no matter how bad they are, they've got to be better than the movies that will be coming out. Because I'm pretty sure that every one of these has actually been optioned for film. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know Did that Battleship the... prove that that wasn't going to work? Uh, no. Well, not just Battleship. Some would argue that almost every video game movie, you know, but... Mortal Kombat uh, was good. Yeah, there's actually been... I actually have liked several video game based movies but connect yeah. four starring <laughs> the rock well you know so yeah, asteroids was announced years ago and for all i know that one is stalled in development but there's actually just this like super dramatic script has been written for and everything but well you know they the were coming out this... with monopoly movie right Oh yeah, I've heard of that. I don't know where that one is in production. Yeah, um, let's hope it's lost in production. Yeah, no kidding. I know, like several years ago, the comic strip Penny Arcade did like a joke strip about how Tetris was going to be the next big summer blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, I saw but that. then, uh, but then last year, somebody actually bought the rights, and they're going to be making a trilogy uh, of Tetris movies. No, a trilogy. Uh, yeah, it's going to be so bad. Oh, like, oh, I was like, what are you people doing? Like, I don't want to watch it, but I kind of do just for the sheer fact to see if the music is like... You know, like the Atari music just like slowed down and all dramatic. <laughs> then I'd be like, yeah. Oh, you know it'll be in there somehow. Oh, I hope so. It'll be a ringtone. I hope, I ho- actually, you know what? I hope it never happens. That's what I'm going to leave it at. I hope it never happens. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it, but it sounded like it sounded like they were moving forward with it. So. And then they were moving to the left, and then to the right, and then down slightly, and then they flipped it, and then moved it into place, right? <laughs> yeah, and then everybody in the audience disappeared. Yep. Only the front row. At least four rows all at once. Just cleared out. <laughs> So anyway, here's hoping that uh, here's hoping that the tabletop versions of these classic games turn out better than, than the movies are going to. 
you're sorry. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> oh, uh, anyways, on, guys, this episode focus. is brought to you by questandnetwork.com. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, we're, we're, we're here to entertain. That's... <laughs> But anyway, that's that's all I got for news this week. We are going to go ahead and move on to our show topic for the week, and this time Jackie has something to talk about. So Jackie, what are you bringing to the table this week? So, not to Jackie. Sorry, I was just thinking about that again. Sorry, I'm I'm good. I'm good. We'd actually had a different topic planned, but I was talking to Chris today and we kind of hit on this topic that I really felt was kind of more important than what we were about to talk about instead. And that's the controversial opinions currently happening. Um, You can think of a million things currently going on. There's been ghosts in the shell. There's been Power Rangers feeding the beast. It seems like everybody is complaining about something. Iron Fist. What did you just yeah. say? Iron Fist. Oh yeah, on Netflix. Iron Fist. Yeah, Same we thing. Yeah. about that last week too. Uh, you know, just a lot of times where they're taking creative liberty and trying to make something more inclusive or making it less inclusive, and people getting upset about it. So, you know, let's just—I'm just gonna open this up because this is one can of worms. But I think it'll be interesting to talk about it. Let's start with the Death Note casting. Uh, there was an Asian American actor who was literally told not to even really bother applying because they were only looking for white actors for the American version of Death Note. And this isn't them doing it in Japan. They are literally Americanizing the story. And they have all white characters except for one. And this is creating a huge ripple. What do you guys feel about that? Um, see, I don't, I don't really know much about uh, Death Note anyway. So I don't... So the original story, I'm guessing, was set in Japan then? It was set in Japan, and all of the characters, except for primarily two, were Japanese. Although, again, with it being anime, uh, a lot of them did have features that were not Japanese. So, like, one of the main right. characters had blonde hair, you know, which wouldn't have been a Japanese thing. And uh, mm. two of them were English, like British English. Uh, and yeah. then a couple... They had a couple Americans, and... But otherwise, in the actual live action from Japan, all of those characters were still portrayed by Japanese or at least Asian actors and actresses. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess my take on it would be it, it depends on what it is. Because if if the story being told is still set in Japan, then, I mean, I, I, I would think that that would be a problem, you know, to not have any... Japanese actors, <laughs> but no, if they are, it's been relocated are, to the states. Okay, see, so then, then you're you're retelling it then for yeah, a different audience. Yeah, it's a total audience. retelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're even rewriting parts of it, if I remember right. Yeah. Now, see, in, in that case, to be perfectly honest, the only thing I really have a problem with is the idea that an Asian act- actor was actually said, "Don't even bother applying." Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. I mean. If, well, if he's American. Cast... He's just yeah, Asian, yeah. you know. He's Asian American. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, so he is an American. He's an American of, of Asian, Asian descent. descent. So yeah, that I can see people having a problem with. Um, yeah. As for if the complaint is, oh, this should be a Japanese actor. Well, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's I more that they literally have no characters that aren't white except for one. There's one black character. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I actually thought was cool that they made L. Uh, african-american and if the mm. actor does a good job with it then really skin tone doesn't matter if you're setting it in the states you yeah because we have such yeah. a huge variety here naturally yeah yeah now, see to me i mean the whole whitewashing thing i i think it is a problem i definitely believe it is a problem my opinion on it is if the actor does the best job at the role i think that that's what they should get unless it is specifically written to be a specific thing like i heard today that there was another yeah. show on cbs that just got you know they got greenlit and everything and the news came out today that the that the main character in it his name's malik 
something or other. I don't remember what the last name is. But they then hired the guy from Grimm to play the lead role. Seriously? Well, Malik <laughs> was written to be African-American. I mean, mm-hmm. specifically written to be African-American. And they picked him. And then the partner was supposed to be Latina. And they put Poppy Montgomery from Without a Case. Or, uh, yeah, Without a Trace and uh, Unforgettable. They picked her to be that character. Now, this is something where the script was specifically written for an African-American and a Latina. Mm-hmm. But they picked two of the whitest cracker people to play these roles yeah and see to me i'm just like that doesn't make sense i mean that i mean that really doesn't make sense now do the sheer fact that they this too well yeah iron fist i mean that was specifically written a certain way and who knows why they picked who they picked to play that role but it's it's not getting good reviews and it's not I mean, a lot of it has to do, I think, with the actor and the writing, and it's just bad from what I've yeah. heard. I, like, I haven't watched it myself, and do I plan on watching it? Probably not. But it, it's it is a an issue. I am yeah. definitely opposed to it. But if the act, I'm all for the actor being chosen for the way that they portray a role. Um. Like Ghost in Ghost the Shell. In, Ghost in the Shell. Now, from what I've heard, Scarlett Johansson does an awesome job in it. She looks like the character from the anime and from the manga. Mm-hmm. And even there was an article that I read, and I actually posted this online today on Facebook, about how they asked just the Japanese public, you know, what they thought of it. And they were like, oh, it looks so good. It looks so good. And they loved the fact that it was being remade into an American movie and they said it would have been weird had they picked a Japanese actress for that role because the features weren't the same. They don't look right. But they said that she would be able to act and carry that role well. Mm-hmm. And and to me, that's all that matters. If if somebody can portray that well, then that's that's the best thing. Now, on the flip side of that, I do not think that casting everyone as a white or with a white actor is a smart move because I am totally against that because of the fact that there are many, many talented actors that aren't white out there. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that attitude, but see that's, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, the, the, the mindset of an older generation where, you know, white is right, you know, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's it's well, messed I, up. I think that's why the Death Note one bothered me, and I saw the I saw the first trailer for before they announced a lot of the other characters as well, and I wasn't mm-hmm. that impressed with the Americanization anyway. But when I saw that they hadn't even, you know, done well at getting a variety in the characters, I mean, we have a very heterogeneous population. So when you have a show like Death Note that takes place with characters coming from supposedly all over the U.S., you know, this isn't set in some podunk little town. It happens, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure, in one of the big cities. I don't remember which one, but it's a big city thing. You know, the main character goes to a major university. There's a Mm -hmm. lot that's going on, a lot of interactions, law enforcement agencies. And you're telling me every major character that has a name that's worth knowing is white except for one? Yeah, that's my that's 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 ridiculous and i get maybe you're like oh well we know these actors are probably good whatever but at that point you need to make an attempt to be representative of the population as a whole yeah yeah Yeah. and what's what's sad is the fact that we're having to make an attempt Mm -hmm. that's that's the sad part we shouldn't where we're at today in society we should not have have to make an attempt it just should be a natural thing yeah. People should be people. They should be chosen for their talent. They should be chosen for what their they character, do. Their character, their who they are. Yeah, and and to be told that you can't play this role because you're Japanese or because you're of some form of Asian descent. That's messed up. That's yeah. totally messed up. I mean, and like that CBS thing. I mean, the president of CBS is getting some crap for this. Mm-hmm. Some serious crap for it, and rightfully so. He should. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it all comes down to what the intent was. You know, I mean, like, I... The intent is... was to get white actors. Well, I mean, like... <laughs> I, well, I'm going to reverse this for a second because I want to talk about... Um, and this isn't necessarily geek-related, but um, I don't know if you remember... It was the last year or the year before they did a remake of the movie Annie. Yeah, yeah I remember. And it, it, was an all, it was an all-black cast. Mm-hmm. And... Um, or I mean, the main cast was anyway. Yeah, and um, and I knew some people who had a problem with that, and they're like, "Oh, now they're just pandering," and I was like, "Well, I mean, like, what? What's the big deal?" Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, because to retelling me, the story, and I mean, it's it's been years and years since I saw the original, mm-hmm. and I I've never seen the new one. But my thing was like, I it's been I, I was a kid when I last watched it, but I don't remember there it being. Why didn't you see the there. new one, Shane? <laughs> What are you, racist? <laughs> no, it's like, well, actually, I didn't see the new one because I actually never liked the original. But. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I'm not a big fan of the story itself, but I mean, no, I no. agree. I, mean, I, mean, I was like, I don't remember there being anything in there that explicitly stated that those characters had to be white, you know? So yeah. it's like, the new one, it didn't bother me. I didn't really see what all the fuss was about, you know? And, yeah. and it's happened, it's happened both ways. I, I take that the other way, too, though. If there's nothing... That is explicitly saying that this character has to be of a specific ethnicity, then I don't really have a problem. You know, even a, if they yeah. end up casting a white actor, I, don't, I just don't case, see it as a big deal. On a case by case basis, I totally agree with you. But when your yeah. entire show ends up white because of that, yeah, you know, then you're not really trying hard at all to give anybody yeah. else a chance because there are some phenomenal yeah. actresses yeah. and actors out there that aren't white that are not getting. Yeah, the recognition yeah. they deserve. Like, yeah. I don't think it's malicious, but it's it's tone deaf. It really you know? is. I mean, <laughs> um, in yeah. the reverse, though, you brought it up. Uh, I was talking to my dad the other day, and he brought up Hamilton. How he thought it wasn't cool, you know, that all of the characters there are then people of color, when historically they weren't. Yeah. So I mean, but, there's uh, that side of it too. Where for me, despite the fact that I'm totally against whitewashing, I'm fine with them retelling the story for entertainment like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, see, you take, you take some, like in that article that I shared today, and we'll we'll post this to the Facebook page and all that sort of stuff too. Um, they were talking about the fact that, you know, on, on the flip side of it, it's not just these, you know, studios and things like that, that are the issue. It's also a fact of you take a movie like 47 Ronin that came out uh, 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. It was had, I think Keanu Reeves was in it or produced it. I don't remember which one it was because I didn't see it. But it was predominantly, except for maybe him, it was all Japanese cast. And it was the biggest box office failure, like ever, they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because, you know, they said, they said, okay. On the flip side, it's, it's, can you name a famous Japanese actor um, that would play that? That one dude. No, oh, I don't know his name. But I mean, but I mean that, <laughs> that one dude. So no, that, you can't. <laughs> no, that would draw an audience. And, and that's, yeah, yeah. that's the sad part. It's not just the studios. It's also, you the know, viewers. it's the viewers. I mean, you, until we can get past that mindset of, oh, it's Japanese, whatever, you know, so Japanese I cast. I don't want to see it. You know, until we can clearly get wall, rid of the Walmart generation, we're not going <laughs> to have full. Yeah, there goes our Walmart yeah, sponsorship. Um, <laughs> until we can have that, you know, and get rid of that mindset, it's not going to change. I mean, the, of course, studios yeah. are going to look for where the money is, and the money, yeah. as of right now, where the mindset is. I mean, even take even take all African American casts films; they don't make as much money. Yeah. It's 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 a sad realization, but it's it's be it's not just because of studios; it's because, it's because of, of the crowd. Yeah, it's yeah. the people. It's Come it's on. the American viewers. It'd be nice if we didn't have, other than like historical ones, if we didn't have films that were all white, all black, all Asian, you know, it'd be nice for them Uh to be more inclusive unless the story precluded it. Like, obviously, if it's set in Asia, your actors and actresses should be Asian. But if especially if it's happening in modern day America, come on. Well, I mean, 
I'm not going to watch the movie Amistad if it was an all-white cast. You know, if it's like about old, you know, in the South and slaves and all that. If it was an all-white cast, I'd be like, this is ridiculous. This is completely yeah. ridiculous. I mean, because it is not that. I mean, the story and the history does not... It's not white, you know? Yeah. I mean, and... And well, to have creative, it like that. There's creative interpretation like Hamilton, though, where it was white, but they did made the effort of using actors and actresses to portray the same story with non-white characters. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I mean, I'm, I am all for that completely. It's just, it's, it's that mentality that we have as a society. You know, I, I remember growing up and I remember hearing America's the melting pot you know, civilization, <laughs> it's the melting pot. It's, it's all these different cultures coming together and all that. And as I've grown older, I don't see that. Yeah. I see a pot, you know, it's like one of those, you remember those Tupperware, you know, dishes and it had like all the segmented parts in it, mm-hmm. you know, actually, okay, let's put it this way. It's like a TV dinner. America is a TV dinner and it's just here's you got your, here's white your white chicken over yeah, here, yeah. the main part, your and here's chicken. your brownie. Exactly. <laughs> hey, that was not cool. <laughs> Do not say brownie. Um, I the dessert. But, I always got the chicken one. It had mashed potatoes, chicken, corn, and brownie. What do you think I meant? I have no idea. But anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, we've become so segmented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I feel like, I mean. And this is this is on me, you know. When Jackie, when you first brought this up, I couldn't help but like a bit of an eye roll. And <laughs> well, and, and I know that sounds terrible, but I, th- I think it's because I've heard too many times that people, you know, like this. I could see this. This seems like this is a legitimate complaint mm-hmm. with this death note thing. But so many times I've heard this, and it's it's it just doesn't seem. To be legitimate, and people are just throwing up these, you know, these cries at, at every little thing. It seems like, and I remember um, there was this deal with the um, the Witcher video games, and um, which is made by a Polish studio and is based on books uh, from a Polish author, I believe. And they so they they're like set in that time and like mm-hmm. an alternate an alternate time hundreds of years ago or something, and. Well, one particular website threw a fit because they said it wasn't, you know, it wasn't diverse enough. It was like, like that's that's a little area specific. Just like we say, if it's going to be in an Asian spot, it needs Asian actors. Well, in a game, if it's set in a northern white area, what do you expect you're going to get? Yeah, but see, and I think that's why sometimes you know, people, myself included, like every time something like this comes up, it's like, oh, here we go again. Mm -hmm. You know. like maybe if we could focus on the times when it actually is a problem and stop inventing drama where there isn't any, then then we can actually work toward fixing yeah, where there is I a mean, problem. If it's, if it's constantly barraged in your face when it's not legitimate, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. Oh yeah, and and that's both sides of the coin. For too. sure. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, you know, it's not to say that one one group is doing it any worse than the other. I mean, that's just. Yeah. We've become so segmented in every aspect of American culture that I mean it's it's becoming grossly it's becoming evident. Yeah. 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 Well, it's yeah. Definitely you mentioned you mentioned the other side of the coin. Let's let's talk about that because we have you know, we you've both been talking about two Hamilton. movies. We we know Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's you, yeah, and Power Rangers. And um, Power Rangers, yeah. So now we flip it over to the other side of the coin here, like you just said, and now we have a different group of people complaining and boycotting and and boycotting. I mean, it's like Harry Potter all over again with Beauty and the Beast, man. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and to me, to me, now we're moving into the side where, like I was saying before, where these, you know, I I would argue that they're not legitimate complaints. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so and just because of of a character in each film representing the gay community, yeah. Um, I heard Beauty and Beast though was like literally a two second segment at the very end of the movie. I haven't gotten to see it yet, but I read a review where the guy was like, "Oh man, I can't wait for this gay scene with this," and and then he's (laughs) like, "And by the end of it, this is all I got. I feel let down." 
because it got yeah. so hyped up of oh my god there's yeah. there's a gay character you yeah, know? and I've I've had things on Facebook the opposite of that. It was like, should I take my kids to go see it because there's this gay love scene? And I'm just like, what? Yeah, it's not even, like, it's what? literally a guy dancing with another guy. I mean, are you kidding? Well, me? and let's let this put, let's put this into perspective with with Beauty and the Beast specifically. I'm, I'm I don't know. Maybe you both have seen the the sort of like mocking that was going on about it because you know people there was this. Um, theater, I don't know, I think it was maybe Alabama or something, I don't remember, that they weren't going to show it because because of the gay scene, so they, they weren't going to have it in the theater. The uh, bi-species love. Yeah, yeah, and so that that's yeah. what they're being mocked of. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. we're talking about a story in which a girl falls in love with a buffalo and, and you're complaining <laughs> about the gay scene. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. And, and, and Chris, you and I can actually probably dig a little deeper into this one. Okay, so what caused, it's a curse, right? So Yeah. So it's like okay, what was it? What was the curse? It was some sort of like dark magic or something. Yeah, wasn't dark it? So magic. So yeah, you're, it's it's not the dark magic that you had have a problem with. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's not it's the, the gay. Thing. It's not the dark <laughs> magic that the Christians are having a problem with. It's not the it's not the bestiality that they're having the issues with. It's it's the it's the gay dancing. Yeah, <laughs> and all of these people, I'm pretty sure, watch Dancing with the Stars every week. So, I mean, yeah. what, what is their issue, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, I mean, that was the same thing with Power Rangers. I mean, there's one character, and it it's just briefly touched on. I mean, they yeah. the one character says, says to her, she's like, oh, you're having boyfriend problems? And she's like, yeah, boyfriend problems. And he goes, girlfriend problems? And then she just kind of glosses over it and says something about how her parents don't understand her her life and her friends and all this and her choices. Yeah. And that's literally it. And guess what? As of today, it got, like, in Russia, which really doesn't matter much here, but in Russia, they actually aren't allowing kids to see the film until they're 18 because of that. Yeah, they put a, it's tagged with gay propaganda in Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that was literally it in the whole movie. And if you did not listen close enough, you would have missed the whole thing. I mean, that's really it. Um, and you know what? I loved it. In fact, that was, she's actually one of my favorite characters in the movie. Um, and just, well, Blue Ranger was my favorite character by far, but anyway, uh, (laughs) it was, it was a, it was a great movie and that's what people are, 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 they're, they're missing, they're missing, the brilliance and the greatness of these things because of something that someone else said. And that's what all this comes down to is that is the movie good for one? Yes. It was awesome. Yeah. And you're going to miss it because of something that you're so stuck on because someone else said something or what you think somebody else is going to think about you. That's messed up. Well, Mm -hmm. Chris, Chris, that's actually a really good point because I can I can take this back years because honestly, you're I think for the most part you're really right. This this isn't something people even like know about. There, it's all hearsay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I can go back years and years, and I remember working when I worked in a bookstore, mm-hmm. and I overheard some people talking about Harry Potter, and of course, and again, we've discussed this before. The yeah. you know Harry Potter is the devil. Yeah. And um, I just remember hearing these two ladies talk about it, and they're like, "Oh, they're, they're I hear they perform all these satanic rituals, and oh, well, I hear that the Harry Potter is just a disrespectful brat and all that." And I'm just <laughs> like, and I had I had already read, you know, the book by this point, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm pretty sure none of those things happened. But, <laughs> so like so really, I know, yeah. right? Which version and, was that? <laughs> Yeah. So so yeah, it, it, it they didn't care what the truth was. They cared what someone who had an axe to grind told them and that's that's what they're going to run with, you know. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, what in the world, people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and I guess too, I mean, when this happens, the question as parents that I want to address then is what do we do? I mean, if you really see something where you think they're not representing or you know, do you do you censor? Do you explain it to the kids? Like when they're old enough, sit them down and I mean, cause if we don't do something about it and they just perpetuate it, you know, I think the hmm. biggest thing is acceptance. 
Yeah. In all of this. That's in all of this, the whitewashing, the 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 opposite of whitewashing, the the um what's the word that I'm looking for? The um when you have no sympathy, no empathy, no for apathy? other culture. Yeah, I guess that's it. But it's 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 having that compassion for all people. That's that mm-hmm. that is what is being left out of every one of these topics. And yeah. and not you know, looking at America and looking at society as a segmented because because you're putting labels on every person rather than saying you are a human being just like me. Yeah. That is the most important thing. You are a human just like me, and I love you for that. That is the biggest message that should be taken from all of it. You know, to a degree, I think it also comes down to how much you are able to separate the work from the creator, um, which I have no problem doing. And and if if you do for whatever reason, that's fine. Like, I know people who... um, wouldn't go see um oh what was that ocean scott card uh, uh ender's I mean, game ender yeah okay i knew people who wouldn't go see ender's game because of some comments and uh, that card had made and you know some of the things he supported basically he was opposed to gay marriage mm. and um and so okay if if that if you can't go see the movie because of that then yeah, that's fine um that doesn't affect me in any way um I, I kind of am able to separate the work from the author or whatever. Okay, but what about and, when the work is is the issue? It really, you know, like in this case, I feel like, I mean, how would this be brought up? You know, I mean, that's what I'm asking I mean, you guys because I, I mean, that's I mean, the thing, right? Like, I mean, with stuff like GTA, where you can tell the kids, obviously, you don't hurt people in real life. And even with fantasy stuff, you explain to them that's fantasy, that's imagination, and while that's good, that's not real life. Yeah. But, you know, what do you well, do? I mean, something like this, I think the best bet is probably to just... And obviously, I'm not going to take my kid to watch... Or I'm not going to let my kid watch Death Note, but, you know, <laughs> when, yeah. when you come across well, something like this... why not, Shane? <laughs> when you come across something like this, I, I honestly just think that talking... Is probably you know, if you feel like there's an issue that needs to be raised, then watch the show, and then talk about you know what the issue is, whether you think something was misrepresented, or you know whatever. Yeah, because there's but, a difference between sheltering and teaching. Mm-hmm. You know when when you, I mean they're going to get this is going to come up in their life, and yeah. if they do not, if they do not address it and if they do not understand it now then they are never going to get it it's yeah. going to become an issue and that's where we as parents need to say this is what this is but they are just like us they are you know it's you know and if we don't if we don't teach that now it's going to drive a wedge and cause separation and cause violence and cause whatever else in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think ultimately, if it comes down to it's something that like needs to be like absolutely addressed, like there's something in there that you know you want your kid to understand, that, you know, isn't good or isn't the way things really are. Then obviously, you know, you you talk about that. But but also if it's something that seems more subtle, like maybe not everybody would cap would pick up on the fact that the Death Note casting that there might be a problem with it. So, again, it's just something you just have to approach with your kids and say, hey, you know, this, again, obviously not Death Note, but if there's another similar thing, you know, it's like, you know, okay, hey, yeah, you know, this was a good show, but, you know, I I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, you know, this, you know, the cast could have been more diverse, you know, maybe there was a lot of people that all look the same, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better expression. As of right now, they're not going to catch on to that. I mean, my kid's four. He's not going to catch on to that. But eventually that is going to be something that comes up. Now, again, I'm not going to take my kid and like sit him down and show him hardcore Henry and be like, yeah, look at this. And then pause it every time that there's something horribly wrong on the screen and be like, okay, now here's why you shouldn't do this at that point. 
mm-hmm. course I'm not going to do that. But they are going to encounter stuff on a daily basis and in life. And I think I think we just should teach rather than than breach, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I wanted to bring up. Because, again, it's been around a lot, like Shane was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like we're constantly being hit by one after another after another. Not all of them are legitimate complaints, but some are. So I guess just wanted to see how you guys were going to handle it and make sure these people are aware. I'm just kidding. I'm boycotting everything right now. <laughs> Good, because my to-do, I needed a bigger to-do list. So. Yeah! <laughs> All right, well, that was a good topic. I'm kind of glad that we did end up changing, uh, you know, <laughs> jumping on this topic at the last minute. I think it was a, <laughs> a, a good and important discussion. <laughs> so, Absolutely. That, that uh, just about does it for this episode, but of course, before we go, we do want to give our personal recommendations for the week. So, uh, Chris, why don't you start us off? I think I know what yours is going to be anyway. <laughs> Mine is definitely going to be Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> that I went and saw it. Yeah, no, I went and saw opening night, and then I went and saw the very next showing the next morning. Uh, I had to take oh the gosh. kid. Yeah, I had to take the kid to go see it. Um, I loved it. Everything about it. Uh, they actually they had character development, which is something that I had not seen in a movie for a long time. Um, <laughs> and what's funny is I've read a lot of other reviews, and they're like they didn't get to the action quick enough. They just spent too much time talking, and I'm like, yeah, that's called a story. Um, <laughs> But no, they did a great. I I loved it, and as a as a Power Rangers fanboy growing up, they they did they did a great job with it. Um, go see it uh, if you guys want to hear more about it. You can check out my Facebook page, um, facebook.com forward slash food nerd. I have a uh, Facebook Live review up on there, so if you guys want to hear more about it, check it out on there. So, uh, Chris, before we move on. Uh, you said you took your son to it, so I know it, it, it's rated obviously quite a bit higher than he is in age. You, you still feel? Can, you, I, you want to speak to the content a little bit? It, you know, what's funny. It, there was maybe one word that I remember hearing in it, like one mm-hmm. bit of language. Most of the time, there was there was like one point where one of the guys he gets into. This is kind of a spoiler. He gets into one of the Zords. Um, but he, <laughs> when he gets in there, he goes, he goes, yippee ki mother. And he goes, mother's good. Just mother. <laughs> and, you know, it was just, or there was another part where, uh, where he says, uh, he, the one guy goes, holy. And then another guy goes, shh. He goes, he goes what? <laughs> nice. You know, and, but I mean, they play it off like that. And, and I was like, I really appreciated that when people can get through things like rather than actually saying sometimes, you know, for younger movies and things like that, when they can get past it and use creativity, I mean, that's the best thing by far. Um, yeah, no, I, I took it to, I took him to it. To be honest with you, I don't even know what it was rated. I still don't. But the fact that I went and I saw it and I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I think... I think it'll be fine for him to go see. And he sat there for all two hours of that movie. Wow. So, yeah. I was proud of him. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And then he said he was proud of me for being able to take a shower by myself. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. Because, you know, he thinks it's a big accomplishment, you know, because I have to give him baths and stuff. And he's like, and I'm proud of you, Daddy, because you took a shower by yourself. And I'm like, that's, Aww, that's so cute. Weird and cute all at the same time. Thank you, son. Uh, Definition of a child, right? Yep, exactly. Cool. Jackie, how about you? Uh, In honor of Persona 5 coming out, I want to recommend Persona 4 Golden. You don't have much time to play it before 5 gets out, but put it on your (laughs) to-do list. It is, uh, at least right now, my absolute favorite Persona game. Uh, Golden is the Vita version, which is the re-release where they tweaked a couple of things, added a couple of new characters in, and expanded the storyline a lot. So, yeah, it's like Persona Perfection, although I've been hearing 5 somehow tops it. So I'll let you know in a week. We'll see if <laughs> 4 still holds a place in my heart or if 5 kind of knocks it out of number one spot. Wow, that's coming out quick, isn't I it? I know, right? Yeah, so just, excited. Uh, <laughs> just a week. Oh man, I still yeah. gotta save up money for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have get that put... pre-order, and I don't know how I'm gonna pay for it. 
I put, I think, probably all told 400-some hours into Persona 4 Golden. I mean, oh, over, over multiple playthroughs. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've played that game several times. And, it's so good. Oh, it is. It is so good. I'm, I'm super looking forward to it. I've heard, I don't want to say mixed reviews, but... Um, you know, there are some people who are saying that they didn't like five as much as P4G, but mm. that'll be um, but, interesting to see. Yeah, I have a really hard time believing that. I mean, because it sounds to me like um, P5 is including everything that was great about Persona 4 Golden, improving the things that were terrible, like the dungeons, <laughs> and then uh, bringing back some old uh, things from earlier entries in the series. Uh, that'll so, be nice to see. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm also bringing a video game this week. One of the indie games that I've been playing instead of playing Horizon Zero Dawn like I should have been. <laughs> but uh, the game that I'm recommending this week is a game called Hue. That's H-U-E in case you're having a hard time understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, like that guy's <laughs> name's Hue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not like that. But it's a... Uh, it's a side-scrolling puzzle platformer, and how it works is when you start the game, pretty much everything is in black and white. Black and white. It's on grayscale, and pretty early in the game, you find a piece of a color wheel, and so now you can change the background color. And what this does is, like, if there is a a blue rock in your path you can now change the background color blue and that blue rock disappears and you can walk by it. If there are blocks that you need to push, you can change the color to maybe bypass one and move a different color block past it on their side. Uh, there are obstacles that are different colors. As you go through the game, you end up filling out the entire color wheel. And so you end up in these situations where you have to move back and forth and constantly change the color of the background to get through these different puzzles and oh jeez it's oh. this is a colorblind guy's nightmare <laughs> but i would be like nope i suck <laughs> but it but it really isn't because and here's one of the brilliant moves is there actually is a colorblind mode <gasps> seriously yes. that's awesome yeah, and uh, they actually went to the Game Developers Conference and talked about this specifically, about how important it was for them to um, have that accessibility. Uh, you know, and, and then they talk about you know how more developers can introduce accessibility into their games uh, mm. for people who have you know something like this. And, and all it really... It's, it's super non-intrusive. All it does is it puts a unique symbol on anything in the game that is that color, whether it be a door or a a block or just pretty much anything um it just puts a little symbol in the very center and it's all very distinctive um i'm not like i'm not super colorblind uh, chris mm -hmm. i know that you know i don't see any kind of colors off like you know, like you do yeah um but when two colors are very close to each other on the color wheel i will yeah. sometimes have a difficult time seeing those so see that's know, why this one. whole topic was great for me man i'm just colorblind <laughs> I'm just colorblind, man. <laughs> so, but no, yeah, it's I highly recommend it, and and I actually thought about that earlier and early in the game. Once I started collecting colors, I'm like, I wonder if there's a colorblind mode, and I go and sure enough, it's in the menu. It's not on by default, but it is uh, right easily accessible in the menu. Hmm. Highly recommended game if you if you're into you know something that's going to challenge your brain. Uh, definitely, definitely recommend checking it out. And I, honestly, I'm just super impressed by it. Um, you know, we're talking about inclusiveness. This is a great example of a company going out of its way to just make a, a really, really simple change that can include people who wouldn't normally be able to play their game. So, cool. Yeah, it's very uh, cool. Hugh, um, I know it's available on PlayStation Four. I, I don't know what other systems. I think it's available on Steam. Um, I'm, I'm not completely sure about what other consoles it's on, but yeah, that's that's my recommendation for the week. Definitely worth checking out. Very cool. And that does it for this episode of Words of Geekdom, but we'll be back next week at the same time with an all-new topic of conversation. Before we go, Jackie, where else can our listeners find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at WanderingScold or check out my writing at evfrost.com. I'll also be around the Words of Geekdom Facebook page, posting stuff throughout the week. Chris, how about you? 
you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I am food nerd. And you can also follow me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash I am food nerd. And most importantly, youtube.com forward slash food nerd. We're here in a couple weeks. I'm going to be having the new episode coming out and it's going to be beauty and the beast. So check that out for some fresh food. And, but you guys can also check out the ghost in the shell episode where once again, I get naked. <laughs> as for me you can find me at curious conjurer on twitter and sifted.net where i regularly chat about games or anger trolls who are too cowardly to talk back to me <laughs> words of geekdom a new episode posts every wednesday morning over at soundcloud.com slash words of geekdom and on your favorite podcast service you can follow us on Twitter at GeekWords, the number three, or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Words of Geekdom, where we'll post whenever a new episode goes live in addition to other fun updates throughout the week. And of course, don't forget, you can now find us over on the Questionable Endeavor Network. That's at QuestEndNetwork.com. Uh, we are one of just many podcasts, so head over there. Uh, you can interact with us. Uh, like Chris said earlier, if you want to suggest news stories you can do that on facebook i always Twitter, need or... new stories help that's me that's right we do <laughs> uh, you can now also do that over on our page at questendnetwork.com so go there and check out some of the other podcasts you might find interesting if you enjoyed the show please be sure to like and subscribe and if you can head over to itunes and leave us a review because it helps out a great deal thanks again for joining us this week i'm shane i'm jackie i'm chris until next time go forth and geek Let's do this. Let's do this before the coffee wears off. <laughs>